You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, episode number 38. Make sure you click subscribe so you can stay up to date because I'm releasing you episode every couple of weeks. You can find me over on Instagram at Luke underscore page. And what was the next thing I was going to talk about? Ah, that's it. Uh, depending when you're listening to this, on the 9th of March, 2021, for so for those that are listening to this straight away, you're the uh, the ones that, you, you, you guys are the diehards, yeah? You're, you're listening to the episode straight away. Then uh, I'm actually launching the Leading Coach again. It's my program. It's my three-month program. It helps coaches make their first $100,000 online. So, you know, if you're a coach and you're currently making between zero and $2,500 a week and you want to be, learn how to become like the leader in your niche, you want to st- learn how to stand out, you want to learn how to use social media to organically grow your online business and make more sales than you ever have then you want to keep a lookout for this. Now, I'm going to put something in the show notes for this because you can actually join the waitlist if you want to be the first to get notified of when this thing goes live before the public do. Then all you got to do is click that uh, that waiting list link, pop your details on there, and you'll go on the notifications list. This episode is with a, um, a pretty cool guest, and uh, this guest is myself. I'm, I've done this episode all by my lonesome. And it's a really cool one. It's um, it's all about how to start designing the business of your dreams today. And um, here's a little secret and a spoiler: is you don't actually have to wait. You don't have to wait for all the money and the success and the time and the freedom to actually start living your dream business. So here's a really cool episode for you. Enjoy. Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast. I am here to inspire people to live a life that they love. It's why I do what I do. Join me on the pursuit of my life's vision and my own business success through meeting amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking people that are here to make impact and change the world. Yo! What is up, everybody? Do you know what? I, I always start the first note of um, my podcast like really loud. Like whenever I do the intros, the first like word is very loud, and then I get soft. So I've just done it again. I can just I'm looking at the um, I'm looking at the computer here, and I'm I'm watching my sound waves, and the start of this is like peaking. It's like in it's like redlining. So I'm gonna have to adjust that. But um. Yeah, welcome to this episode. This one I haven't actually done a podcast by myself in a while. Like I've I've always had guests on. Um or I've been giving you episodes that are based off me being on other people's episodes, um other other people's podcasts. But um I haven't actually done one by myself in a while. And to be honest, it actually feels weird. It feels like weird sitting here and talking by myself without a camera in front of me. And doing long form, so I don't have to, I mean, I don't really have anything in particular to say right now. I mean, I've got an idea what I'm going to be talking about, but uh, normally when I'm recording a video, I'm more clear on what I'm saying. So anyway, guess what we're going to be talking about today? I I wanted to, um, I wanted to discuss like how to, how to design our business, like our dream business. Yeah. Um, majority of you listening to this are going to be in the early stage of your business. And, um, you know, a lot of us are building a business for the future. I'm building my business for the future. Um, everything that I'm wanting out of my business, I don't have right now. 
I have a few things and I have a, I have some really great things that I'm wanting. I've actually, I'm living right now, but I don't have everything that I'm wanting out of it. And um, you may be the same or what usually happens is when we're in the early stage of our business, it's almost like we're 100% sacrificing things and we don't really have anything that we want right now because we're so early on. Like we don't have the money, we don't have the time, we don't have the freedom, all that type of thing. But I kind of want to maybe challenge you to change your thinking a little bit because you don't actually have to wait. You don't have to wait for you to have all the money and success to then enable you to start really enjoying your business. And I think a really big challenge that we're facing right now that a lot of coaches face is inconsistency. It's something that I see all the time. Coaches coming and going. Um, there was, I just recently, probably a couple of days ago, I saw a, a coach started posting again and I had a look at their page. And they've been gone for like four months. And they're like, I'm back. And like, this is just a, this is a common thing that I see. Coaches coming and going. Um, and it's like, the, the coming and going thing, it's not good. Yeah. Um, look, I get things happening in, in life and sometimes you do need some time to come and go. But if it's something like full-on serious, yeah, like you've had a death in the family or something like that, fair enough. But if it's just because you can't manage your state, yeah, like it's it's you're not going to be able to succeed in business if you can't manage your state. So like if, if, you, if we enjoyed our business, if we were enjoying our business so much, yeah, we wouldn't be inconsistent because why would we be inconsistent with something that we just love that makes us feel amazing and fills us up? So that's what I wanted to go through today. I wanted to kind of challenge us all to to start thinking as that we don't have to wait to start living the uh, the dreams, yeah, to start living our business that enables us to have our dreams and switch our thinking. So the first thing is like you need to, and I talk about this constantly and I'm really passionate about this subject, so you'll always hear me talking about it and it's vision. And I really, you know, I deal with so many coaches and I just know it can't, it, this, it's a consistent thing. Everyone says that they got their vision, but only a very few percentage of, of coaches are really legit on this vision thing. You've got to have one. Yeah. You might have one, you might not. But you not only do you have to have one, it's, it's not like an exercise that you just do once where it's like, you know, what's my why? Why am I ultimately building this business? Yeah. <laughs> when I say yeah, do you know what? When I said someone, um, I asked someone listened to my podcast. Uh, this is a few months ago, and they reached out to me saying, "Oh, I loved your podcast. It's really great." And I said, "Can I get some feedback? What did you love about it in particular, and what's something I could do to improve it?" So, two questions I always ask people and myself: What did you love about it? What could I do to improve it? And the thing that they said about improving, they said, oh, I don't really know. And they said, oh, you say yeah a lot. So when I said yeah before, I'm like, I'm just catching myself that I said yeah. Anyway, getting back to the, the topic of the, of the podcast. So vision, right? Um, it needs to be something where it's like that you come back to it every single week. It's not like an exercise that you just do once and then that's it. You're done. 
you know, just you do a business program and it's like, okay, what's your vision? And then you write it down like, oh, you know, I want to be this and I want to help all these people and I want to have this and I want to be like that and I want to feel this. Cool. But what generally happens is that in the early stages of business, there's a major detachment from vision. Usually, if you look at all the amazing companies, yeah, all the amazing companies in the world that, and I don't need to go through them, but you would be having you'd be having those brands staring you in the face right now. They didn't just get there like by accident, right? The reason why they got there was because their founder had a very strong vision. And you would know that whenever you speak to people yeah, that have a strong vision or you see people like like for example, whenever I hear Elon Musk speak, I'm just like this guy, his vision is just nuts. He's purely, ser- he's, he's living to serve his vision, yeah? You can just tell when you hear him talk. And I think what happens with a lot of early stage businesses, is it's, it's almost like they do the little vision exercise where it's like, oh yeah, what's your vision? They write it down, but then they just disconnect with it totally because other shit gets in the way. And they're like, oh, well, that's not important right now, yeah? I don't have 30, 50, 100 staff. I'll get to that. When I build my business, I'll get to that and I'll start focusing on it. But right now, it's it's not important. And you may have other people in business that say vision is not important. This is only my perspective, but I think it's one of the most important things. I come back to my vision every single week because it's ultimately why I'm here. Yeah, it's why I'm on this journey is my vision. So why the hell shouldn't I be reminding myself constantly of why I'm here? Constantly why I'm getting up early. Constantly why I'm doing my morning routine when I can't be fucked. Constantly when I'm doing work that I actually don't want to do. Constantly when I'm coaching and I'm just exhausted and then I've got to do a fucking podcast like this. Like I'm tired right now. I've done my work for today and I'm like, oh, I promised myself I'd do this podcast. And I was about to go sit down just a second ago. But something inside me just said, no, Luke, you've got to do this podcast. Yeah. And I dare say the reason, well, part of the reason why something kicked in and drove me out of laziness and comfort to really just push through this one last hour, whatever it takes to do this podcast, is because I constantly remind myself of my vision every single week. You know, you've got to have a vision that really lights you up and, and inspires you. So if you've done this exercise before in creating your vision, and you look at it and it just doesn't excite you that much, then you need to go back to it and you have to go really deep with it. When I read my vision out, all right, my vision statement, helping people spread their greatness. That's it. That's my vision statement. But if I actually said, you know, someone asked me, Luke, tell me about your vision. What is everything that you want in your business and out of your business? And what do you feel and what do you hear? Everything like that. That there would take me about 10 to 15 minutes to read out to you. And I do this every week on Wednesday mornings. I do this every single week and I'll read through it. And I've gone depth in depth with it. I've wrote down three things. This is three things that you need to have in your vision. Number one is the impact. The impact that your business is going to have on people and the world. So it's from a contribution point of view. What is your business going to do for people and the world? And in this section here, I talk about my business 
having an effect on people. I talk about like individual circumstances and I talk about people saying certain things to me. I'm walking through my office and I hear one of our clients, you know, stop me and to say, Luke, like, thank you so much. You have changed my entire life. This is how deep I go with it and how emotive I go with it because if you're just writing words, there's no emotion to it. It's not going to have an effect on you, right? The more emotive you can make it, it's going to help you feel a certain way. You're going to be more connected to it and it's going to help you or help your subconscious take the action required to move you towards it, right? So that's, that's, that's the vision. Now, the thing with building our business and the reason why vision is so, so important is that you're not going to be doing things every single day that you love and enjoy, yeah? Ultimately, when you talk about your vision, I'm sure that you don't write negative and bad stuff in there. Everything that you write in your vision, it's almost like a dream. If anything goes or anything happens, you can make it happen, right? So you're not writing down things that you don't want. You're writing down everything that you do want. But what happens with our business and living the day-to-day stuff, and especially in the early days where we're, I guess, adjusting to the challenge that business throws to us, because the truth is challenges never end, never, never end. You know, And look, I haven't been in this business for, for a long time. I've been doing my business for about two years. But um, the, the challenges that I get now, they just, they're still there. The challenges that I had at the start were still there. So the challenges never disappear. You just adapt and get used to them. That's what it is. You just condition yourself to deal with them. That's all it is. So with having that and living that and knowing that not every day is amazing and fairy tales and butterflies and all that type of thing is that staying true to your vision helps you get through the day-to-day stuff that sometimes can be just like, be like you know, what, what am I doing this for? It's not even worth me getting up in my time and sacrificing all this type of thing. And I was actually I was speaking to a, a coach maybe a few months ago and like she she like her point of view was is that she just doesn't believe in doing any work in her business that she doesn't enjoy. I saw something that she was kind of avoiding and I brought it up with her and she just said, look, I don't believe in doing any work in my business that I don't actually enjoy. Now, I, was, I call absolute bullshit there, yeah? Because you're going to have to do things that you don't want to do, yeah? You're going to have to do things that you don't want to do. You've got to stop living this fairy tale that everything has to be in line in order for you to take action. Everything's got to feel amazing. If it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no, that type of shit. Yeah, there's time for that, but there's also time where you've just got to be like doing shit that you don't like doing, and until you can hire people to do that work, that's just what you've got to do, yeah? So staying connected to your vision is going to help you take action on things that you don't like doing, but you know that you need to do in your business. If you're disconnected from your vision which is the reason why you're doing all this, why you're sacrificing, why you're putting all your money and time into this thing. If you're disconnected from your vision and why you're on this journey, then the shit that you have to do immediately in the short term that you don't enjoy, it's going to stop you. Yeah, it's going to go, it's going to make you go, why am I doing this? It's not worth it. And that's where inconsistency is born from being disconnected from your vision, right? 
The thing is, is that you get to decide what you want and you get to design everything with your business. You get to make the rules. Yeah. So you get to make the rules around what you actually earn. You get to make the rules around what you do in your actual business. If we're talking about our vision and long term, you get to decide how long you want to work. You get to decide how many breaks that you take and holidays that you take and the adventures that you go on. So what does that actually look like? What is your dream right now? So you don't have to actually, this is the thing is that why I wanted to get on this episode is that you don't actually have to wait for this. You might be thinking, oh, well, I can't do that until I've got all that money. But I challenge you to think about, well, the things that you want in the future within your business, how can you actually make it happen and make it work right now? I, the kind of my approach is that, you know, if you're, if you're wanting to become this business owner, you've got to be being that business owner right now. So, for example, I'll give you an example of what I've done. Like I, I looked at, well, what are some things in the future, yeah, where I've, you know, inverted commas, made it when it comes to my business? What are some things that like I just want to have, yeah? And one of the things I put down is that I want to have a break every 90 days. I'm personally, where I'm at in my life, and I've probably been this way for five, 10 years, I don't, I I, lo- I actually like to work. I, I feel that if if I'm not doing, if I'm just holidaying, I, I don't like the feeling of it. I might like it for a week or so. But I always get, whenever I take a break or take, take holidays, I always get the itch to come back to work after probably two weeks. I'm not like a dude that can take a month off and everything like that. I get bored. So I said that, you know what? I want to be able to take a break every 90 days. I want to be able to take one to two weeks off every 90 days. And then I kind of looked at it. I'm like, well, what stopped me from actually doing that now? And for the last probably year or so, year and a half, I've been doing that. Every 90 days without fail, I take a break. I take one to two weeks. Most times I actually go away. But I'm like, I can actually make that happen now. Why can't I? So it's kind of like these things here where you might be thinking, oh, well, I can't make that work until I've got this and I've got the success and everything like that. But you actually can. Another thing is that I said, you know what, in the future, when I've made it in business and all the money and all the time, all the freedom, that type of thing, right? I want to be able to surf during the week because I surf and what I was doing in the past was I go on weekends because I work Monday to Friday and then I go on weekends and that's when it's the most busiest because guess what? Everyone's off work. So that's when everyone goes down and surfs on the weekend. During the week, there's way less people. And I said, you know what? You know, when I've got all the freedom and the money in my business, I'm going to surf during the week. And I thought about it and I again, I, I'm like, well, okay, I can actually make that work right now. So now I surf during the week. I have a day which is usually Thursdays or Fridays, sometimes Wednesdays, where I will be, it'll be flexible around those days each week where I go and I surf. Some days I'll do a little bit of work that day. Some days I won't, but it's basically in my diary as a surfing day. And again, I made that happen based off the situation that I was at a year ago. So the challenge that I'm going to give to you is what can you actually do now to start living your dream business you not may you may not be able to do everything well you're not going to be able to do everything 
Yeah, but there's definitely steps that you can actually start to take now. You don't need to wait. It's a myth. And the great thing is when you do this is because you're really enjoying your business, you don't need to be inconsistent. You know, I haven't been inconsistent once. I've never I've never disappeared. I've never like gone into like I can't do this and then I've like I, I can't post for a week or two or you know gone for months. It never happens. And the reason why it never happens is because I'm generally enjoying the environment that I've created for my business. Yes, I've got to do shit tasks and activities. Yes, I've got to do things that I don't want to do. Yes, there are days where I cannot be absolutely effed. But in general, overall, I live a good life with my business because I'm creating it that way. I'm going, okay, in the future, I want that. This is where I'm heading. But I'm going to start living that way as much as I can right here, right now. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, in, in, I'm not, I'll change once I have that. And, you know, when I've achieved all that, then I'll change. I'm like, no, how can I actually be that person right now? I'm designing the business that I want in the future. I'm designing it around now. And you can do the exact same thing. Now, one of the most challenging things that you'll ever do around all this is managing your state. I mentioned it before. So manage your, managing your state is absolutely imper- imperative. If you've got a great state, you will be able to show up and give what's required to make progress. But if you can't manage your state, you're going to be inconsistent and struggle to ever gain momentum. Yeah, so your question is, well, how do I actually manage my state? And there's a number of things. You know, you might have seen the the uh, the Tony Robbins triad thing where it's physiology, it's what you focus on, and it's your language that you use. So physiology basically means that, let's just say that you're not feeling great, yeah? You're not feeling motivated to do something. You're not feeling motivated to do work. Changing your physiology just means how you hold your body affects your emotions. So for example, sometimes what can happen is that, you know, you're sitting at your desk all day and you, you know, you're kind of working through your, your stuff and you, you get to a task or an activity and you're like, oh, I can't be bothered doing this. And what a lot of the time is the way that you're holding your body is that you may be slouched over your desk, your fault, your shoulders are drooped forward, your head's down, and generally what happens is when you're in that body that bodily state, so you're holding your body that in that position, is it actually affects your emotions. You don't feel amazing in those in that state, and you can try it right now. One, I remember I used to always do this with my um and uh, with my sales team years ago when I managed a sales team. So I used to get everyone to to stand up. Now I don't know if you're jogging, <laughs> I don't know if you're uh, uh, listening to a listening to it in your car, but whatever. But look, if you can try this, try this. Actually, sit down first. So first, I want you to actually feel depressed for a second. I want you to do your best at actually feeling depressed right now. So feel the emotions, yeah? If you have to, don't go too far with this, but just feel crap. Feel sad. Feel low. So the question is, what are you actually doing? And I can't see you, but I'm going to describe most likely what you're doing. Most likely what you're doing is you're hunched over, your shoulders are forward, your head is down, your brows are down, you're definitely not smiling, 
and you're thinking some bad thoughts or negative thoughts or sad thoughts. Yeah. Now, I'm going to change that for a second. If you can do this, what I want you to do is stand up real quickly. Stand up. And I want you to, I want you to look to the ceiling or maybe to the sky or maybe to the roof of your car. And if you can do this while driving, well, you're very talented. But don't do it while you're driving. But stand up. You look at the roof. And I want you to smile while you're looking up at the roof or the sky, whatever it is. And now I want you to feel depressed. So you're looking up at the ceiling. You're smiling. And I want you to feel depressed. Looking up at the roof. You're smiling. Feel depressed. Feel depressed. Feel depressed. Feel depressed. Now, if you actually did that, for one, it's a, it's a funny scene. I've seen it a million times, right? But if you actually did that, and if you can't do this now, go and try this because it's really important to actually know this, what I'm talking about. If you actually looked up to the ceiling and you were smiling and you were trying to feel depressed, you would have found that you can't feel depressed. Even though you're trying your hardest, you were trying your hardest to feel depressed, but you couldn't feel depressed. But as in before, when I asked you to sit down and just feel depressed, you pulled that off, right? So what was the difference here? And the difference was your physiology. Yeah, the first time when I asked you to feel depressed, you were sitting down, you were, you were, you know, you were hunched over, your head was down, your brows were down type thing. And that affects how you feel. When you were standing up and you're looking to the ceiling, your shoulders back, your, your, your head and neck back, you're smiling even though you're trying to feel depressed, you couldn't do it. And that's what the power of physiology does. So one way to manage your state is be aware of how you're holding your body. So if you're trying to do something, yeah, let's just say you're trying to get through your day's work and nothing's working. You know you've got to do some work, but you're just feeling really unproductive or you just, you know, you, you just don't want to do a task. Try get up, stand up, move around, jump around. You know, dancing's a good one. Try changing the room. Try going into somewhere else. But just moving and like changing your physiology to a more positive positive position affects your mood and it's going to help you do the work. The next thing is in regards to what affects our state, not only our physiology, it's what we focus on, yeah? So if we're saying things like, oh, I don't want to do this next task or... I don't want to write this post. I don't know what to say. Or oh, writing, creating this content's hard. I'm not creative. Yeah, I don't have ideas. Like I'm so sick of this. If that's what you're like, fo- you're focusing on that it's hard. Yeah, and you're using the language, all that, everything there. I'm sick of this. I can't do this. It's hard. Then that's going to affect how you feel. Now you can trick yourself here. You can trick yourself even though you're actually feeling that you're like you know I, I'm, it's hard to create content you can actually lie to yourself in a way even though you don't want to write this content you can say you know what <laughs> content is actually fun i enjoy writing content all the ideas are flowing to me right now i'm the best at writing content you know what this content here i'm going to fucking finish this i'm going to make this i'm going to i'm going to write this piece of content here i'm going to get through it because I can do this. Every single idea that is required and little every little bit of creativity is coming to me right now and here we go. I'm putting my fingers on the keyboard and I'm going to start typing away. So what we've done there is basically three things. 
You've changed your physiology. You've changed what you focus on from negative to a positive where it's like, look, I can't do this to I can do this. And your language is basically the same type of thing. You know, it's gone from content's hard. I'm not creative. I don't know how to do this. This is annoying to yes, content's fun. It's easy. And I've got all the ideas in the world. Next time you, you know, you do hit like a little bit of a road bump, give those three things a go and it makes a big difference. Now, the next thing that affects your, your state is, of course, the food that you eat, you know, what goes into our body. And um, I'm no, uh, I'm no, I'm not, I'm not trained in the, like, I don't have any qualifications. I'm no PT or anything like that. Um, but in general, like I'm a healthy person, yeah? So I believe that I can speak about health to some extent because I'm generally a healthy person. And what go, food goes into your body is hugely important. Yeah, so I'm not going to go into the details of food. You know what it's all about. You know if you're putting good food into your body or not. You know if you're eating or you're missing or skipping meals. But if you're struggling with your state, look at the things that you're putting into your body because it is your fuel. And same with water and hydrating yourself. It's important that you're always drinking throughout the day. The next thing that affects your state is the environment that you're in. You know, if you're in a shitty environment, and some of you are going to have a more challenging uh, situation than others. So some of you may have kids, for example. And it's, I don't have kids, but I can just imagine how hard it would be is having kids running around when you're trying to build a business. Or maybe you live with someone that, you know, you don't exactly like, or it's just a bad, negative feeling environment that you're in. Well, you can either let that destroy you and be a victim to it, or still just make it happen and change your environment, yeah? There's so many successful people out there that came from bad environments, yet they still made it work. So you can either be that person that lets that become the reason why you fail, or you take control of your life and you make it happen. So changing your environment is a great way to change your state. Now, you might be saying that, like say, for example, you know, my... um, where we live, like we've got a, a really nice place. The environment here is great. It the energy's great in here. Saying that, when I work in here day in day out, you you, you feel like you're getting into a rut. So going out, like say for example, I might go work in the gardens, and it's a completely different environment. And I feel that when I change my environment, or I might go work down the surf coast or something like that from a cafe. When I do that, I I feel like my creativity steps up to another level. So if you don't do this definitely change your environment routinely. Um, The next thing is the people that surround you. This is a really big one because, you know, entrepreneurship is a really lonely game for a a lot of people. And it's important that you find like-minded people because if you're going to try and go through this whole journey by yourself, which is a journey that unless you've built a business before, it's a journey that you've never gone through and it's going to be a journey like no other And then when I say it's like no other is because your circle of friends and your family, unless they're, you know, business minded, it's almost like you go from being a part of the circle to leaving the circle. And that's what it's like. Your family won't get you. Your friends won't get you. And you go from being 100% in and a part of a group and belonging to you now don't exactly belong. And you, some people will know exactly what I'm talking about here. It's really important to, and I'm not saying get rid of your friends and family, you must keep them, but it's really important to also find people that are going through the same thing as you. So you can actually discuss things. I think a really tough thing is when that, when it comes to say inconsistency, 
I think the inconsistency happens with a lot of people because they're doing it by themselves because they have all these built up feelings and frustrations and struggles and they can't let it out to people and they just feel like they're in this place by themselves, no one else can help them and they feel stuck and they feel alone. So it's really important to find people that you surround yourself and that may mean that you have to um, you know, go to a program where it's like a group program and you're in a community but whatever it is, just find the like-minded people. Um, and when you have parts of like business, I just want to finish on this, is that when you have parts of your business that you really look forward to, it's going to help you get through doing the essential tasks and activities that you don't love. So the whole point of all this episode here is to, number one, go back to your vision. If you haven't done this exercise like thoroughly enough, and the three things that you need to answer in your vision, which I, I actually didn't finish on. Impact, people and, and, um, and the world. What is the impact that your business is having on people in the world? Number two is the income. So the amount of money that you want your business to be making and also put in there, how much do you personally want to be taking home for you and your family? And the last one is describing your perfect business. So if you could have anything, you know, describe your office if you want an office, describe the technology that you have and the equipment and the staff and what exactly that you do in your role and, you know, the other roles in your business and describe everything just like to the detail. So those three things, impact, income and describing your perfect business. So you've got to have a vision yeah, that you're really clear on that inspires you, that lifts you up and that you come back to and remind yourself of it every single week because being connected to your vision will help you push forward and get up when times are tough when you have to do the things that you don't necessarily want to do. You've also got to manage your state. Really, really important that you become an absolute gun at managing your state. Remember those three things, your physiology affects your state, what you focus on, and the language that you use is also the food that you put into your body, obviously hydrating yourself, the environment that you're in, and the people that surround that you surround yourself by. And the last thing is, what can you actually start doing now that aligns with your dream business? What are the, the things that you can actually start doing now that you don't have to wait? And just to start doing it. Make a list and then just make it happen. Like at least do one, like at least make one change that is going to bring immediate joy to this, the, your business based off where you're at, yeah? What you have, what you don't have, what time you have, what you don't have, whatever it is, and just make it happen because when you do do that, when you are actually really genuinely enjoying your business, you're going to be able to keep on moving through and the inconsistency is going to fade away, it's going to disappear and you'll never be inconsistent ever again. And when you're not inconsistent, what happens is that you get momentum and momentum leads to growth, growth leads to breakthroughs and results. Hey there, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date with podcasts that I release every couple of weeks. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please, I really, really appreciate it if you leave me a review. And you can also find me on Instagram at Luke underscore page.